You're listening to Take That on Sin Nation. Hey, it's Phoebe here. You're listening to another Take That podcast with Phoebe Ben and Jess. This week, we celebrate 20 years of everyone's favourite resident from Neighbours. Ben gets mad about shorts. And we try to sell some of our prized possessions to the Garage Sale Trail Victorian Ambassador. Remember, you can check out all of our other podcasts on Omni, like us and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Sin Take That. Also, listen to Take That with Phoebe Ben and Jess live on Sin Nation Wednesdays at 4pm. On with the episode! to another week of Take That with Phoebe Benegest and a big show this week. Yes, we are celebrating Toadfish Rebecca. I'm so excited. He's been on Neighbours for 20 years, guys. Um, also, I'm going to be telling you a little bit about something embarrassing that happened to me on Friday night. A bit crazy. Can't wait to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Catch us on Facebook and Twitter at Sin Take That and we also have a Sin page. It is sin.org.au slash show. Show slash take. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried with that one. Yeah, really yeah, almost got there. You almost right. Radio. Uh, this is Take That with Phoebe, Ben and Jess. <laughs> On the weekend, um, I stayed at my boyfriend's house, guys, the fancy man. Um, we spent Friday night together, had a, had a nice time. I uh, met some of his new mates. It was really good. Um... <laughs> Ben, you're looking at me with this face because you know exactly what's about to come, Phoebe. Yeah, you have no idea. Um, it's pretty great. <laughs> so I wake up on Friday morning. My boyfriend still lives with his parents, so big house, um, big communal house, and um, go to the bathroom. You know, that's what you do <laughs> when you first wake up, right? <laughs> so, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're getting ready to go out, um, me um, and... The fancy man and his mum and dad are looking at a house because he's about to buy a house. And um, so everyone's rushing and they're like, Jess, come on, hurry up. Jess, come on, hurry up. And I'm in the bathroom and I'm like, okay. So I'm I'm rushing, I'm rushing. I turn around and the toilet doesn't flush. Oh, God. I know. Oh, I, oh. It, it wasn't like it was just just a, a number one. It was it was a big twosie. It was, am I allowed to say that, Producer Ash? <laughs> so it was a big one. Um, it was bad. Jessica, uh, I don't know if I can look you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what do I do? Everyone's screaming, like, Jess, come on, hurry up. Jess, come on. I'm like, oh, my God, what do... I, I'm, like, pressing this button, like, come on, please. And... So I did the only thing I could do. It was just, I, 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 I text the fancy man and I said, I just did a poo and it's not going down. <laughs> just like that is a sentence in itself. That's like the most humiliated I've ever felt in our relationship. Like, I, 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 the reply was. <laughs> all I hear from downstairs is just, ah, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. So he runs up the stairs. And again, his parents are waiting. So they have no <laughs> idea what's going on. He has no idea what he's walking into. So I just close the, the lid. <laughs> because no relationship can withstand that, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and so he comes up and he can't press anything either. And, like, he's not a plumber, so what's he going to do? And we just both look at each other and we're like, oh, what, um, uh so we just left it? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> so we go look at this house and it's sitting there for like a good hour. Oh, Jessica, what are you doing to the people? <laughs> <laughs> and his parents are 
house. Like it's it's not even like it's just his house. It's his it's his mum could have found that. So anyway, we get back. Um, the toilet did flush, so his parents still don't know about this, and I'm hoping they're not listening. Oh, I'm almost God. 99% sure they're not, but, yeah, so that's... You got that one off your dress. My relationship hit a new level. You know what, what maybe... I, I don't know if this is, like, where you're going to, like, ask for advice, but I'm going to give you some <laughs> advice. <laughs> Perhaps if there was a bucket around, you could have filled that with water and put that... In the in the toilet, and then it would have like maybe like acted like a flush. Is this like a country thing? Who has a bucket near their toilet? <laughs> You've got one in your house. <laughs> it's not my house. What was I gonna do? I'll just wait five more minutes. I need to find a bucket. Fancy man could have ran off. <laughs> Mate, you, you're talking about a poo. Like, like I'm just trying to help you out here. Would that have not made things worse? Like filling the toilet up more, it would have just overflowed. Like at no, least no, it didn't. No. Like, I was... I mean, it could have been much worse if the toilet had overflowed with my poo. I mean, that's that's relationship ending. <laughs> or, just, or just one oh. great story to tell at the wedding. <laughs> I don't know about you, Phoebe, but I am really glad I'm single right now. <laughs> All the same, and I'm just glad my toilet works. <laughs> so I was doing a little bit of reading, because that's what I like to do just when I'm not around you guys. Uh, just a little bit of insight to my life. And I found an article which uh, said uh, 19 things you miss about the country um, after moving to Sydney. Uh, I wanted to, like, reflect on that because I'm from the country. I moved to Melbourne, like, three mm-hmm. years ago. Phoebe's from the Wang. The Wang, yes. Can you not tell me <laughs> Like, the first story, Jesse talked about poo and I would talk about Wang. Like, it's not, it's not how I see it's my career going. It's here take that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've, like, highlighted some good things in the article. Like uh, stepping outside and breathing and breathing in like fresh air, which is quite nice because the city can be quite polluted. There's a lot of humans. Yes. I remember like when I was a kid and I would walk around the Wang Wangaratta <laughs> as it's known. Um, what I the locals w- call it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like because so, the population is obviously smaller. There, there might be like one or two people smoking, and mm-hmm. I would do this thing when I was a kid. I would like hold my breath <laughs> so to not get the smoke in. And then on a visit to... You were such a fun kid. I know. I'm not going to... Don't want that smoke in me. And then I remember, like, coming to Melbourne, like, like like around the same age and trying to do the same thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've ever walked on a street in Melbourne, a bit bigger than Wangaratta, and a lot more people smoking, and you need to breathe, air yeah. to live. So after the fourth time you passed out, you yeah. decided to give that up. I'll just stay in the car, Mum. Um, but uh, looking at that article, I wrote a few of my own... Little things. Ooh, Phoebe's got a list. I do. Oh, yeah. I, I read and I write. <laughs> Check me out. Um, okay, so I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but the country, in like the TV is a little bit different. Like stations, they have like different. Oh, like win. Yes. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I, don't know, I don't know like what they've won, but like good on them for the confidence. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that one. Um, seven is prime. Right. I have no idea why, except they have their own mascot, the prime possum. That, that, what? That is a human dressed up in a costume that tells children at 7.30 to go to bed. <laughs> this is a thing. This is a thing and I love it. Um, oh my God. How is that allowed to exist? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it still airs now. <laughs> and like, yeah, when I go home, I'm never in bed, you know, like past 7.30. Like, like, I mean, I am in bed at 7.30. Uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> the Shut city. up, boss. I'm not going to bed when I feel like it. <laughs> pretty much. You're not my mum. Um, and other... Other things are just like just quite lovely things like um, 
backyard cricket, right? Like that. This was like like big. I like grew up near a cricket oval, but like we had like such a big paddock that we could like just do it like outside. Right. The only thing is like in cricket, a big thing is like to hit a six. But yeah. in a paddock, there's no real, like, boundaries. <laughs> so the game would end with, like, you know, just losing the ball. Like, right. well, let's just go inside. I think we've, <laughs> we've, uh, we've been playing for 15 minutes and uh, we've lost the ball. We've got, we've got, none, we've got no more. Um, and the last thing is just sentimental to me. I don't think it's, like, really anything for, like... Like, the country does not do this. Okay. So I remember, like, I have two older brothers, right? And this was a time where we... We were big fans. Well, we weren't really big fans. It was just playing a lot in our car because our mum liked it. The Moulin Rouge soundtrack. <laughs> oh, and I've, to- and I've told you guys this before that like um, we went down to the uh, to the to the football oval um, and we we're gonna like kick the footy around. And it's about well, you have a paddock out the. <laughs> oh, and sometimes you gotta jazz it up. Like sometimes, sometimes you need <laughs> paddocks just for cricket. You well, need to go to the football. Well, oval. well, well, that and the paddock has like grass very high, like an oval. You gotta find the ball <laughs> right. if you yeah, lose yeah. it, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, we um the the oval's about like a kilometre away from our house, so we would uh we couldn't like take any music with us. I don't know why, but so we would just sing like like this. It would take us maybe like I don't know like fifteen minutes or whatever, just singing Moulin Rouge. Soundtrack with, songs with your older brothers. <laughs> Come what may. Come what may. It's a great song. And the O'Brien special. Like, <laughs> just, it'll be in stores very soon. We should play it. We'll play it. We'll play it later on in the show. Yeah. We won't. We won't. Can you sing for us? No. <laughs> get my brother online. He'll do it. Yeah. But um, yeah, the country is a good time. Um, I look forward to going back there at some stage. Well, Father's Day's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll play some footy yeah. in the oval. <laughs> just don't go losing your balls. This is Take That with Phoebe, Ben and Jess. Lovely, Benjamin, lovely. A man in the UK has been fined after he threw a parking fine out of his car window. Unfortunately for him, someone saw him throw that little ticket out the window and they reported him to the council... So now instead of the $60 fine that he got from the parking ticket, he's also got a $75 fine for littering. <laughs> that's so unfortunate. I know. It's just, it, that's what it is. It's unfortunate and it's kicking people when they're already down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, well, I was reading this story and um, it, it reminded me of something that happened to me. This is about a year ago now. I had set up a date with a, with a young girl. <laughs> I know you love these sort of stories, yes. And this is when I was still living in Cheltenham, which is a good 40 minutes train ride out of the city. Mm-hmm. So I decided, cool, let's catch the train in because I couldn't be bothered driving. So I caught the train in. And when I get to Caulfield, which is about the halfway point, I get a message from her that says, sorry, I have to cancel today. My housemate got locked out of the house. <laughs> You're laughing at my pain, Jess. <laughs> That's just a weird excuse. No, it's just it's just because it's so like something that would happen to Ben. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I I had arranged that we'd go uh, for a first date. I thought, why not grab some frozen yogurt? Because who doesn't love froyo? Oh man, right? froyo, froyo is. I'm all about the froyo. Good idea for a first date, mm, right? Totally, especially because that shit's expensive. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially if you get, like, what I do. I I don't get any toppings. It's just all different flavours. Really? Yeah. No, you go one flavour, a billion toppings. That's... No, 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 no. But only if someone else is paid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I get to... So I'm at Caulfield and I thought, damn, what am I going to do here? So I thought, 
well, let's just keep going to the city. I'm already on my way in. I might as well, you know, just eat my feelings because they taste a lot better when they're covered in sprinkles and froyo. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I get to the city and um, talk about kicking somebody when they're down. I get to my favourite frozen yogurt place and it's closed. And then... <laughs> Why did its housemate get locked down? <laughs> I have no idea. And at this point in time, it was like five o'clock. All the other places were closed. I couldn't find anything. So I just went home. There's no late, late night froyo? No. Not that I could find. Right. So I wanted to know if, and I want to extend this courtesy out to our listeners as well. When have you been kicked while you were down? Because I feel terrible about this situation and I just want to feel better. I once threw gum out the window uh, on the way to the shops um, and then I went back to my car and I stepped in the same gum. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was not a good day. I feel like that's more karma than anything, <laughs> Jess. It just kicked me when I was down. I was like, I just wanted to get rid of the gum and it came back to me. I just couldn't get rid of it. No, it's saving you from like getting a, li- like a littering like, <laughs> fee. Like You've just picked it up. You're fine. Facebook.com forward slash sin take that if you do have any stories that you want to share with us about being kicked when you're down. Make me feel better about myself, guys. <laughs> We've been discovering some freak shakes down here in Melbourne. They've just hit the streets. Uh, we're, we're right on top of it. Right on top of it here at Take That. They just came down. Um, they were introduced in Canberra first. Um, we had cameras on the... Yeah, cam- <laughs> cameras on the pulse. <laughs> and now a cafe in Melbourne has introduced them as well. And they're these elaborate milkshakes that have different toppings in them. So um, if you want to see a picture of it... So I, when you say different toppings, like just regular stuff like sprinkles and... No, a little bit more elaborate. It's, they call them like dessert shakes. Okay. Um, a lot of people call them freak shakes because they're, they're becoming enormous. Uh, but... The the ones that we've found are milkshakes that have different actual meals on top of them. Wait, what? Yeah, if you want to have a look at the picture, um, you can check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash sin take that. Uh, oh, God, I've just seen them. The picture is of three milkshakes. Uh, I, what I'm assuming is banana or caramel because it's a yellow-looking milkshake and then a strawberry one and then a chocolate one. The, the banana one has a... a chicken like a full chicken on top of it uh the the strawberry one has donuts coming out of it but like six donuts it's ridiculous and then the chocolate one is like eight patties of burger piled up out of this milkshake it it looks ridiculous to the point where it can't even be real i i'm thinking but phoebe and i decided to hit the streets uh of melbourne and see what people were thinking and whether they'd actually try any of these freak shakes. My milkshake brings all the boys so, I don't know if you've heard of those, like, freak shakes. Yeah, the, the ones from Canberra. Yeah, so they originated in Canberra. They've brought them down to Melbourne. We found an image. I just want to show you this picture right now. What's your first thought when you see something like that? Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> That's chicken. And what's that? It's a milkshake. Uh, wait, so how are you supposed to drink that? What's, well, I think where does the eat, straw go? You eat the food on top first, and then then you have some of the drink, right? Like yeah. the drinks, the afterthought. The, the milkshake's the afterthought in these. Okay, so um, okay, I really don't know what to make of it. Am I supposed to want to drink this? Is this meant to be appealing or something? Like the human race dying. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Do any of them appeal to you? Like, there's one with like a few donuts. Oh, um, ab- absolutely. Wait, is that chicken? That's a full chicken. Yeah, that's a full chicken coming out of a milkshake. That's all that's right. What that is. Uh, uh, maybe the middle one because it's a bit more like uh, more more desserty, but the, like the donuts. I'm, I'm not it in... also looks easier to eat. Yeah, I'm not into a whole chicken stuffed into my milkshakes, honestly. But take a look at this image and just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Diabetes. <laughs> okay. Would um, would you would you try would you try? I'd probably go with the middle one. Yeah, yeah. Who eats? That's that's the donut. That's one? death. Right there, but yeah, the donut one. What's the, the one donut. you're describing as death? What the is one it, with that, got on the it? burger and the oh, like, slow down, son. <laughs> so it was mixed reactions. Mainly, I'm gonna die if I try and eat this. It really looks like a waitress or like a waiter's just like stuffed up an order and just clammed everything. <laughs> like they said, oh yeah, in the one like plate. She's dropped the burger yeah. and just gone, well, we'll put it on top and we'll even know. <laughs> nah. <laughs> These things are actually available though. Um, there's cafes around Melbourne that are serving them with like brownies and then pretzels and then like Nutella on top. It's it's mental. So go and check it out. First of all, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash sin, take that and have a look for yourself. Let us know what you think. Jared Toadfish Rebecca is celebrating 20 years on Neighbours this week, guys. 20 years. 20 years with the name Toadfish. Wow. (laughs) And it's pretty special when you think about a a program that started so long ago, like a a long-running soap opera, to be a part of it. Like, he's he's right up there with, like, an Alf Stewart or a a Harold Bishop, you know? Yeah, totally. totally. And I'm sure he's thrilled at that. He started off as a pilot. Uh, he was he was actually like flying planes before he became Toadie, and then he became the actor. Like he got a one-off extra role and became Toadfish. I had no idea that toads could fly. <laughs> It's really a good thing. Like, imagine like being on that plane, and he like kept up with his pilot career, and then you look in the like, you know, like who's flying the plane, and there's Toadie from Neighbours. <laughs> yeah. You would freak out. And I mean, if you like watch Neighbours, like if they go outside Ramsey Street, they're gonna die. So yeah. you're like, well, but like, so call my mum, tell her I love it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your pilot today will be Toadfish Rebecca. <laughs> 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 Um, but we wanted to celebrate um, old mate Toadfish. He is a good friend of the show. Uh, we wanted to we wanted to do an old fish to the Toadfish. Um, Phoebe, I feel like you should kick it off. Let's, sure. let's just get some some atmospheric music. Let's we want to we really want to celebrate properly. Okay. Oh, nice choice. Man. Oh yeah, Beautiful. thank you. Okay, this one's for you, Toadie. <laughs> With a mullet, no one could beat throughout the whole of Ramsey Street. Lawyer by day, wrestler by night, never once getting in a real fight. Your first wife drove straight off a cliff. Your second wife didn't love you. (laughs) Your third wife, well, third time's a charm. Now you've got a good woman on your arm. Shonya is a good lady. She's a nice one, yeah. A zombie breakout, a pirate ship. There's been terrible fights and an overseas trip. The time you were abducted by aliens was great. Or the time that Gordon Ramsay made you just run that little bit late that your mullet got possessed by the ghost of Bouncer the dog and Sam and Dean Winchester had to save you, you flog. You've lived quite the life and now we know I've never even watched the show. Ben, this is supposed to be an ode to the toadfish. It is an ode to the toadfish. You told us you'd watched the show. 20 years, Ben. (laughs) 20, I feel like... 
There's no pirates or zombies. It's Ramsey Street. Why are you talking about Supernatural? Tony was pretty cool. <laughs> if you want to see the uh, the mullet, you can check it out on our Facebook page. It will be up there. It uh, is a great photo. I'm getting a haircut, guys. <laughs> Facebook.com uh, forward slash sin take that. There was a news story just a week ago that I managed to find. It was about a dog that managed to find a prison guard that had escaped. Hang on, wait, a prison guard? Oh, prisoner. I messed right. that up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, Sorry. He's just leaving to go home. They're allowed to go home then. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They are too. No, but this dog found a prisoner that had tried to escape and tunnel out from under the prison. So I thought, why not reverse that and see how the team and Law and Order Special Investigation, Oddities Investigations Unit might deal with it. So let's check it out. In the criminal justice system, there are some crimes that are disregarded by the regular police force. These crimes are becoming more and more frequent. It was decided that a team should be put together to deal with the sh** the other cops don't want to. That team became known as the Oddities Investigation Unit. These are their stories. Just another quiet night here at Capital City Jail. Hey, God. Nowinski's not in his cell. What are you... What? Nowinski dug his way out. Nowinski dug his way out. So you're telling me you had no idea how this guy dug his way out? Like I said, he was there one minute and gone the next. It was like I was watching David Blaine, which is a reference I'm assuming is still current. How long have you been in here, buster? Three years. David Blaine wasn't even a current reference three years ago. Calm down, Maddock. We're not getting anywhere with these biscuit heads. Wait a minute. Biscuit heads, biscuits, Monte Carlo, Kingston, chocolate-covered digestives, tiny teddies, regular-sized teddies, chocolate royales, drizzles, TikToks, iced vovos. Garrity, I know how our perf escaped. Let's roll. What are we doing outside in the rain. It came to me when you mentioned biscuits. Who loves biscuits? Guatemala? Close. Dogs. Of course. It all makes sense now. A dog must have dug the hole and that's how the prisoner got out. And that looks like our perp there. Let's get him. Got him. Well, Maddox, it looks like we caught the infamous dog that was digging holes near the prison. Did we ever find that guy that escaped? Not that I know of. Oh well, I guess we could ask this dog. <laughs> looks like we're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> Times when Siri has ducked up. Siri, call mum. Now calling your ex from three years ago. No, Siri, call mum. Mum! Calling Matt. That was times that Siri has ducked up. This is Take That with Phoebe, Ben and Jess.
No garage is safe with over 400,000 Australians expected to hit the streets for the fifth annual garage sale trail on Saturday, October 24. Joining us now to tell us more about it is the Victorian Garage Sale Trail Ambassador, Tanya Lewis. Welcome. Hello, how are you? <laughs> We're great. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. <laughs> so first of all, tell us about the Garage Sale Trail. It sounds massive. How does it actually work? Well, it is massive. It started um, <clears throat> five years ago by two guys in, in Bondi deciding to sort of have a garage sale and it just sort of mushroomed from there. <laughs> they just, it wasn't just them, it was then they started to get their community involved, their street involved, and then there was also, you know, inviting sporting groups and businesses. So there's this, just this mushrooming effect happening and, and now this, it's just all around Australia. And the way that you get involved is, is you get onto the, the website, garagesale.com, and you simply register. So that's the first thing you want to do is register for the garage sale trail. It's kind of a bit of free advertising, isn't it? Because when, when you do a traditional garage sale, you throw up a few posters in the area and just hope someone sees it. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> this is the beauty of it is that you can capture a huge market on that particular day. So the 24th of October, right around Australia, there's just going to be garage sales just popping up every single where. <laughs> and that's just fabulous. It's just wonderful. So instead of the textures and the bit of poster paint, now it's all online. Well, it is. You can download all these things and, and add that. But, um, yeah, look, it, it's just a way of of recycling so much is, is what I actually love about it. And what I also love about it is the fact it's bringing communities together. People, for the first time, are sometimes meeting their neighbours, which is fabulous. <laughs> it's probably a good idea that I meet my neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> Have a garage sale. Yeah. <laughs> So I was looking at it like like what you just said that it's sort of like there's a sort of deeper message behind it that you know like it's about reusing and Absolutely. meeting people. Can you tell us a little bit more like why that's important for the community? A actually meeting your neighbours or um, <laughs> oh just anything. Just, 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 <laughs> all right, okay. Um, well, yeah. Look, I mean, if we can divert anything from landfill, that's got to be a good thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And if you want to go out and have a little bit of retail therapy and buy something, we can save some money, and that's got to be a good thing too. Yeah, definitely. So there's so many things, good things about it. But as, like I said before, it's it's also that that community spirit that you're starting to build. And if you don't want the money, you can donate it to somebody. You can donate it to your favourite charity or something like that. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I hate extra money. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, yeah, I hate it too. What do you do with it? <laughs> well, last year the average seller made over three hundred dollars. Yeah, um, that's right. And met thirteen new locals yeah. uh, while they were doing it. So that's pretty cool. It is. It's great. Uh, what were some of the biggest sellers last year? What, what did you find people were actually selling from their garage sales? Okay, well, the, the ones that stand out is obviously the jet pack. <laughs> like a you real... Wait, a real a jet pack. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, everybody's got to have one of those, <laughs> haven't they? Um, that's the best way to commute. Uh, so, yeah, a jet pack. There was a few grandfathers that were actually putting themselves up. Okay. They, um, they were looking for a better home. Oh, is this like a, like a permanent, like, buy your own grandpa? Yeah. Or is it like a date with a grandpa? Well, it could have been. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really look at that too closely. Would that change but, um, the price? I, <laughs> I feel like if it's ongoing, it's got to it's fetch more of a price, right? <laughs> Sure. I mean, yeah. upkeep's got to cost a bit. <laughs> Rent yes. a grandpa now. Yes. There's a website. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's a little bit better than just grab a granny, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, Essendon might try and do that this year, but I don't think they're applicable. <laughs> Um, so, uh, besides the grandpas, what's the weird? Have you have you gotten involved? What's what's something that you've sold um, at a at a garage okay, sale? Okay, well, I haven't actually had a garage sale for a long, long time. Really? Only because I, in my other 
life, I'm actually a professional organiser, so I help people <laughs> declutter. So I don't really have much to sell. But I, I love getting out there and just visiting different garage sales and, and, and giving some people some idea on how to set it up, how to decide what you're going to actually get rid of is a big thing. Right. Yeah. Well, if you wouldn't mind sticking around after this song, mm. we've all brought something into the studio. Oh. Uh, maybe you could help us decide whether it's worthy and maybe appraise it, see okay. how much we could put it on sale for when okay. we do our garage sale. All right. Fine. Fabulous. All Thank right. Uh, Tanya will be here when we come back from this track. Tanya, you agreed to help us oh. value some of our stuff for a garage sale. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is the Victorian Garage Sale Trail Ambassador. So <laughs> if there's anyone to do it, it's going to be Tanya. So I thought I would bring something to the table. Um, this is very special to me. Um, it's a book. Yep. It's blank. Okay. There's nothing in this book, um, but I thought maybe if I could sign it, would that maybe go for something? Oh, I'm sure somebody would find that extremely valuable with your signature in there. Oh, that makes me feel so much better about myself. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Stop okay, laughing, Jess. <laughs> At the moment, I'd appraise it about two bucks. Oh, um, really? And it's written in. Like, well, not nothing... actually devalue it, too. You never know. Depends on your market audience. Oh, no. There's a lot of blank pages there. There are a lot of blank pages. Oh, there's a lot of opportunities. Yeah, that is true. Opportunities. What a great word. Just put that on the front. Opportunities. opportunities. <laughs> uh, Phoebe, do you want to present yes. next? Yes. Okay. 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 I was like, what am I going to bring? Uh, this is this is quite um, close to my heart. These little tickets. They're tickets to comedy festivals. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we've got some great comedians there. Auntie Donna, um, Tony Law, James Acasta. Um, you know, like, all maybe, I don't know if you can put a price on memories. <laughs> I don't know. Can we still use these tickets, Phoebe? <laughs> Look, no, they're from March. <laughs> and just Collector's for, items. Yeah, and yeah. I've got a little V-line ticket. Um, you know, I went to my hometown back in... <laughs> April? <laughs> that could, do you reckon, how do you reckon that'll go? Like, I mean... Oh, look, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm sure look, someone... Uh, look, you could probably have your garage sale in your hometown. <laughs> yeah. You might be able to use it there. They'd have to buy another ticket to get there, because that's from April. But, yeah, I reckon... Oh, I could just not tell them that. Maybe well, the dollar and under bin? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, or maybe then. even something like a lucky dip. Yeah. You okay. know, lucky yeah. dip, have yeah. a lucky dip and just say 50 cents and go for it. That's yeah. a great idea because even if you don't get something good, you're like, well, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I my hand you never in. get anything good in a lucky dip. No one ever puts anything good in a lucky dip. Oh, that's a bit insane. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I guess you won't be getting these fabulous comedy tickets. Um, well, mine is actually the best of all. Oh, of course. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> oh, says she. Um, so over the years, we work at a radio station. Uh, people send in a lot of fr- uh, CDs that we get we get to f- for free. Yeah. Um, so I've got a collection of free CDs here um, that I've gotten through the station. They're all like kind of one-off uh, CDs, so I'd okay. say collector's items, right? Um, <laughs> kind of like bands that had one album and then just disappeared. So are the CDs actually inside or are they just Yeah, no, covers? 100% inside. Most right. of them haven't been so played. So they're complete. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new, fresh off the shelf. Okay. What do you think they'd get? So how are you going to sell them if you haven't listened to them? Um, well, I mean, <laughs> does, does, you know, does hey CD Jess. stores listen to every CD they sell? No, they don't. Hey, hey Jess, I think a lucky dip would be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
thank you so much for joining us, oh, Taya. You're can welcome. You, thank you so much. Can you for tell us one me. more time how we can get involved uh, with the Garage Sale Trail? Yeah, certainly. If you hop onto their website, which is um, all the W's, garagesaletrail.com.au, and register for the Garage Sale Trail coming up on the 24th of October. <laughs> Guys, we need to update everybody on our fitness. Jess, you've got something for us. We've, we're yes. trying to get through these 50 push-ups, and, but I think we've pulled them back, what was it, 10 now? <laughs> I feel like 10 is my ultimate goal at this point. 50 was way too ambitious. It was just, like, too far. And I had a major setback a couple weeks ago. Um, you may have seen my picture on Facebook, uh, at Sin Take That. I, I ended up at the osteopath because my back has been playing up so bad that I haven't been exercising for the last two weeks. It has just been that excruciatingly painful. But I got back on the horse last night, not literally because I don't horse ride, but I went to the boxing gym and I started back at boxing last night. Okay, yeah. so you're back punching stuff. Yes, it was horrible. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine in, in the two weeks that I wasn't there, my fitness dropped dramatically again. It was like I was just starting all over again. Um, and my back is killing me today. But I'm, I'm, back on, I'm back on track. I feel like we're gonna, I'm going to at least make it to 10 by the end of the season, which is, what, six weeks away? Five weeks away after this week. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's getting it's getting tough. How are you guys going with the challenge? What are you up to? Oh, that's a interesting question you pose there, Jessica. <laughs> what are you saying that for? You're the one who's like smashing the push-ups yeah, in front sure of us. You've already got ten. Like, oh, excuse us. Uh, just because I can push my body off the ground doesn't mean I'm better than you. Wait, actually, it probably does Hang in on. this season. Why are you denying a compliment from us? You're so used I don't to know. us, like, yeah, I'm so you used on it. waiting for the alarm. Where is yeah, it? Where is it? <laughs> Where's the pull away? Where's the reverse of this situation? That's what I'm used to. That's what I'm comfortable with. Nice shirt, Benjamin. What is the joke there? I don't get this. You're looking really fit today, Ben. What is happening? I don't know. Great hair. Just, oh, just. I'm very very uncomfortable. Okay, I, I think we need to let Ben settle down. Phoebe, how are you going with your foot, your push-ups? Because oh. yeah, I feel like you're on the ba- about the same level as me. We were struggling just with the idea of like actually getting the right posture. Yeah, um, I had Coach no Ken idea. took us through how to do the right posture, and apparently the right posture is even more difficult than the wrong one I was doing. So I'm basically screwed. Yeah, I had the my whole like um, posture was wrong. Um, so <laughs> since I did that, I was like, well. That's that's enough. I don't need to <laughs> um, I've done it wrong. I can't go any further. Uh, so I yeah, it's not looking good. I don't even have like like I'm fine. Like I'm not like I don't have back pain, like I'm I'm like I was gonna say fit. Obviously I'm not, I can't still push up. But it's not going well. So still six weeks, which yes. is Good. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. Um, in it's six weeks' time. time, we will be doing push-ups live in the studio, hopefully in front of Coach Ken, although I don't know if oh, he'll even come because have to bring him? he might be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to have someone that knows what they're doing in the studio, right? Uh, to Jessica, I am right here. <laughs> There it is. I feel better already. (laughs) Spring and summer are coming around the corner, guys, and it I've got an issue with it. (laughs) I hate the sun, I hate the heat. (laughs) No, the sun and the heat hate me. Because I burn like nobody's business. But the issue I have is with shorts. I don't think they should be worn in public. 
because I don't believe in them. <laughs> you don't. You don't believe in shorts. No, I don't believe in shorts at all. I don't think they should be an article of clothing that grown people should wear. Does it insult your eyes? <laughs> that... I think I feel like when I wear shorts, they insult other people's eyes. Oh right, so this is like your issue that you're projecting on everyone else. No, sure, projecting let's go. on shorts. <laughs> shorts is a problem. Oh, look, it's become such an issue for me that I thought I would write an open letter, and I want to share it with you right here and right now. <clears throat> Dear shorts and short wearers, <laughs> firstly, shorts, who do you think you are? <laughs> Why do you persist in attempting to convince us that you are still legitimate forms of clothing? You're not even real pants. You look at us with that look in your eyes and try to get us to feel sorry for you so that we will wear you out in public just because you need someone to fill the hole in your soul and subsequently the holes in the ends of what you so generously call legs doesn't mean that we as people should agree to it. As far as I'm concerned, you're nothing more than unfinished pants and no one wants to wear unfinished clothing. What's that I hear you say? What about T-shirts? Well, aren't they just unfinished shirts? Ha! Don't kid yourself. T-shirts at least have some idea of teamwork. They understand that an outfit needs to fit all kinds of weather, especially here in Melbourne. A T-shirt knows that it can still be covered by a jacket or a jumper and tries its best to work with them to make sure the outfit is a total work. Shorts? What do you do? You make my legs stand out like two bleached matchsticks covered in too much hair and not enough tan. This is also an open letter to those amongst us that still wear these abominations of attire, these grotesque garments, these crappy forms of clothing. Why do you wear such lies? Shorts are not the proper choice of attire for a self-respecting person, someone looking to make a good impression on the world. The obvious objection to this rule is, of course, dads. Dads have stopped caring. Which is why the uniform of a dad is shorts and a polo shirt. I don't wear shirts or polo shirts, mainly because I'm not a massive fan of shorts, as you can probably already tell. In fact, I make it a thing never to wear them. There's only two times in my life I will wear shorts, when I'm at the gym and when I'm home alone. And last time I checked, I'm not Macaulay Culkin, and the only gym I know is, a f is my friend James that I only really see occasionally. <laughs> and if I'm being fair, for me, coming home to an empty house is equal parts peeing with the door open and eating without pants. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin that by wearing shorts. I don't care if they're comfy and easy to wear. You are wrong, youngster Joey from Pokemon Gold. I don't give a damn about how good your Raditor is. It's still low-level cannon fodder for my level 68 Charizard. Stop calling me and telling me about that Geodude that you almost beat the other day. In conclusion... <laughs> shorts, you are a lie perpetuated by the clothing industry and not real pants. I'm more than happy to spend those hot summer days in my skinny jeans while I type out angry open letters to things that aren't really that big of a deal. Yours sincerely, Ben Quigley. So uh, a bit of a fan of shorts there, I gathered. <laughs> just a tiny little bit. I don't know what just happened. Are you angry at shorts below the knee, above the knee? All shorts in general. Just shorts. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm very short when it comes to shorts. <laughs> and then just Pokemon, just for, just just for, for good whatever. measure. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Sure, okay. All right, well... So, uh, shorts next week, Phoebe? Yeah, I might, yeah. yeah Team cool. effort? Oh, this is going to be the worst week ever. <laughs> You're listening to Take That with Phoebe, Ben and Jeff. Times when Siri has ducked up. Siri, call Mum. Perhaps not. Siri, call Mum. I'm not sure I understand. Mum, call Mum! Sorry, I'm not sure what you said. Mum! 
That was times that Siri has ducked up. I need your help. Ben? <laughs> are, you, are you okay? Oh, <laughs> Let me go what's get someone. <laughs> I feel weird. I feel weird. Okay, so I've got a, I've got a, um, I've been invited. So um, you know, look out. I've been invited to a party in a couple of weeks. Oh, you poor thing. Let me go get you some help. Yeah, no. Can we? Let's get an outfit. No. Um, I, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know the person that well. I don't know. Right. I don't really know who else is going. Like, like there's a few of my friends are invited. So it's like a Facebook invite. Yeah, yeah. Hey, can you see the guest list? Like, how many people are invited? Uh, yeah, yeah. So like, there's a few, but like a lot of the people, I don't think are going for whatever reason. Right. Plus, it's like in an area. Like, I don't like. I've been in Melbourne for a really long time and I still don't know it that well. <laughs> like, you know, um, like I have trouble finding the studio most of the time. So it's, it's in a place where I don't really, like, I don't know how I would get there. Uh, the burbs. Place. Yeah, in the burbs. Pro- yeah. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I have, it could be next time I've ever. Like, right. I have no idea. I, I, like, have you ever been in a similar situation and can you offer me any advice on potentially... Right how I would get out of this in a polite way. Do you see this person often? Not really. Okay. So it's like a fringe friend. Explain fringe (laughs) friend. It's like you're a friend of a friend. Like they're on the the outside of your group. You're not not in the same clique. No. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, So my second question would be um, how have you already clicked attending in the event? See, that's... Yeah, I have. Because, ah. because, like, because, like, Ooh. it is in the future, obviously. It hasn't happened. That's, <laughs> right. that's why my, that's where my troubles are at. But the invite was so long ago that I just clicked attending and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'll figure out a way. I'm sure that'll be of fine. Getting out of it? It was months. <laughs> yeah, well, probably. I was like, oh, I've got like seven months to figure out how to get out of this one. <laughs> Click attending. And now it's like in a couple of weeks. Right. And I'm like, I. Do not know what to do. I feel like this is one of those things where you go, okay, I've already clicked attending. You pretend like you're going all the way up, like so excited, got my outfit, can't wait to give you a present. This is going to be such a rocking night. Boom, the night comes. I'm so sorry. I can't make it. Yeah. All of these things have happened and now I can't be there. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I really wish I could have been there. Like you just make a big deal about how you really wanted to be there. This is exactly what you told me last year on my (laughs) birthday, Jess. Shut up, Ben. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that is just like I'm gonna feel really bad. Like I like a strong part, like part of me does yeah. not want to go. But then the big part of like making up that lie, it's like, isn't it better just to go? Well, the other thing you could do is do like the the ghost exit. So you just go, you make an appearance, you you make it really like a really big appearance. So you rock up, you get in a few photos, you make a, have a few like memorable conversations. Boom, you're out of there. Don't tell anyone you've gone. Everyone thinks you were there all night. Boom. Boom. Okay. Boom. In all and right. out, 20 minutes tops. <laughs> all right. All right. I might go I might go with that option. Yeah, and then you come meet me and Ben and we, like, just have, have a party. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a real party. <laughs> As if you would ever party with me, Jess. <laughs> you're so right. Just come meet me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, see you in uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, I'll make a Facebook event. Yeah. I'll be like attending. <laughs> I'm actually really busy. Um, I'm oh. just not going to go. <laughs> You're listening to Take That with Phoebe, Ben and Jess.
times when Siri has ducked up. Siri, call mum. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Siri, call mum. What is happening here? Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. That was times that Siri has ducked up. That's it for another episode of Take That with Phoebe Ben and Jess. Thank you very much for joining us. What a special show we had. We had Tanya Lewis from the Garage Sale Trail come and join us. You can check that out in our podcast. Also, our own fish to the toadfish, my man Jared Rebecca. You keep going strong, buddy. You keep going strong. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember, you can stay up to date with all the, the, the things that we do here on Take That on our Facebook and Twitter. Don't laugh at me, Jessica. We are at Sin Take That. Like us, follow us, and be a beautiful time. Until next week, we'll see you then. Take That, 4pm Wednesdays, only on Sin Nation.